Blood Time, the podcast that speaks to the bond, the emotion between coach and athlete at the interscholastic and intercollegiate level. Each interview, each segment will reveal that bond and what was learned, how they were transformed, and what each athlete took to the world at large from that transformation. These stories will warm your heart and astound you all together. Submitted for your approval, now it is blood time. I want to thank Serve Pro of Beachwood, our newest sponsor, and Jack Coslin, the owner. They serve all of Northeast Ohio, not just Beachwood. They specialize in disaster cleanup that leaves your home or office like new, like it never happened. Flood and water damage, fire, mold, and they say even blood and guts. Not just any ServPro. Seek out ServPro of Beachwood. That's ServPro Beachwood, ShakerHeightsClevenHeights.com, 216-464-4498. Operated by a former All-State wrestler from Beachwood, we love ServPro of Beachwood. Welcome. Blood Time with Coach Cimarroni. I want to thank my last guest, Michael Friedman, and his wonderful book, Bible of Blunders. Get it wherever you can. And uh, I want to talk about what he said that really resonated with me about, again, authenticity. I love the authenticity he brings uh, to the marketplace. But more importantly, we've got that now with Dr. Jen Welter and him. So it's, it's really a, a core theme as well as preparation. He is so prepared when he goes in and meets, meets sometimes billionaires. It's a wonderful, wonderful story, and I'm glad that he was part of uh, Blood Time. Thank you, Michael Friedman. Welcome to our next guest, Mary Herrick. How are you, Mary? Fine, thank you. Thanks for having me. Mary is a world-renowned and very decorated tennis coach, as well as the passionate leader of a new event that we want to talk about today. But Mary... Welcome, and Dawn Kendrick. How are you, Dawn? <laughs> I'm good. I'm here because I'm her self-appointed biggest fan. Oh, well, you are a dear, you're a dear friend, and you've been a great supporter of a number of the issue, a number of this uh, projects that I've done in my life. Thank you for your wonderful reporting over the years for a number of stations, Channel 3, Channel 19, correct? correct. And uh, now you're doing it on your own, right? We're looking for the next great calling is what we say to show those good stuff stories to get a bigger platform for them. And this woman and yes. what she is tied into and where yeah. she's been and where she's going right. and what she does for kids is quintessential the good stuff. Love it. Love it. So Mary, I want to start with blood time. Blood time means the bond between the coach and the athlete. Tell me who was your inspiration when you were a young athlete to let you do what you do today, to, to inspire you to do what you do today. Tell me a little bit yeah. about that person okay. or well, persons. That's way back when, but well, I Well, heck, me, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I resemble that remark. Yeah, so <laughs> let, me, let me just think back here, but I will, I, it immediately comes to mind is um, my parents really didn't have a whole lot of money when I was a, a child. Okay. You know, they just okay. worked very hard. They were you know, busy all the time. So sure. I as every parents were right, right back there. That's yeah, right. Back so in the I day. enrolled in the Parks and Recreation Department in our city. What city while was my that? My parents were working in Elyria, Ohio. Sure. Yeah. So we Love had it. a coach there who happened to be um, the high school coach, 
and his name was Jim Rakestraw, and he was a wonderful man. And I think we went out there on those okay. tennis courts, and they were two blacktop courts with right. the graduating year spray painted on the courts. I love it. And chain link fences for it. nets. <laughs> and there probably were 70 children on those two tennis courts. Sure. And we were out there in, you know, just cut off shorts and t-shirts and mm -hmm. our dollar seventy nine racket from Kmart. I love and it. Off we went, <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Whatever it took, yep. let's do it. And yes. It just immediately there was just something about tennis that just struck me. And that sure. was it. I was hooked and so I couldn't wait to go every day. Yeah. I was probably obnoxious. I was there all the time. Right. And he started laughing and one day he looked at my parents and he said, You know, he handed yeah. him a book. Yes. of tennis tournaments for the Northeast Ohio Tennis Association and said, I think Mary would really like to play in tennis tournaments. I love that. <laughs> and I that was that. it. That was the beginning that. for me. You know, it's interesting because we I had the, the honor to interview Lee Kemp. Lee Kemp is arguably one of the top five wrestlers in the history of our country. Mm -hmm. And the passion, the, being obnoxious, Jim Deckham, Deppenbrock was his coach, okay? Uh, similar to, the, to, to Jim, your coach, right? Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't allow sometimes Deppenbrock to go home. Oh. He said, and he'd stay there to seven, eight o'clock. And he'd say, Lee, go home. I got to see my wife. You know? yeah. So he was obnoxious about being yes. passionate about the sport. So I love to hear that. So your passion was started in Illyria with yes. Jim and his last name, I'm sorry. Rakestraw. Rakestraw. Yes. And so tell me about how that matriculated yeah. through high school and, and obviously college and how you became a tennis star and then right. a tennis uh, an internationally known tennis coach. Yeah, well, there were actually a lot of steps in between there, but I, you know, sure. I'd like to share with you a couple of really neat things that happened okay. that probably had a very profound effect on me as I became a coach later. Okay. Um, for example, when they first opened the first indoor tennis facility, yes. Um, you know, we went to the to a local mall and they had a target on the wall and you had to try to serve and hit the target. I love and of it. course I hit the bullseye, of course, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Mary's and, in the house. And, baby. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, it was so funny. I think everybody right. hit the bullseye. It was so big. Okay. <laughs> but the point was, you know, yeah. they told us about the club and I thought, right. oh, I'll never get to play indoor tennis. Right. And sure enough, my father and mother took me over to that club to play indoor tennis and nice. I started playing and it was just, just absolutely wonderful, you know. And okay. so I was there all the time and playing and fun things happened to me while I was there. I would go out on Fridays and all the men at the club would serve to me and help me with my oh, game. And, you know, they all joined in. And right. one day I'll never forget, I, I was up playing with this gentleman and he said to me, hey, there's something in the back of the court in that tennis can for you. Okay. And I ran back there and I grabbed the tennis can and here was a check for $2,000 for me to play tennis tournaments that wow. he gave to my parents. Wow. So that I could play tournaments. Isn't so, that you know, those are the kind of things that like just made such an impact on me. And then I started uh, playing Northeast Ohio tournaments. Sure. And the Wilson representative came and he saw me play and uh, he gave me free rackets that wow. made me think a little bit more, a yes. little bit more, you know. Yes. So when you have somebody along the way encouraging you every right. step of the way, right. even if it isn't a big thing, of you know, course. just anything to make you think. They think I'm good. That is the next they plateau. They think I'm the next, okay. The next That's step. Right. Exactly yeah. right. So let's let's honor your mom and dad. What are their names? Ah, Philip and Mary Cobb. Philip and Mary Cobb. Yep. And they were well, from Elyria, Ohio. And um, they uh, both passed away uh, about two years ago. And they were okay. married for 64 years. God they were bless. absolutely wonderful people. That's so supportive. Sure. Did everything. So they took yes. that book and they took you, you bet. around. You bet. They did <laughs> absolutely. everything. That's and then exactly they, right. And, and here we go. We get the, yeah. the individual that writes the $2,000 check or individuals. Yeah. 
and then the Wilson. No, it was one guy. Okay. It was, it was one guy. Do we, do we want to mention <laughs> one his name? One marvelous guy. No, want, I, oh, I better not do okay, that. But, but it was good. one very nice How person. How beautiful you know? is that? Yeah. And so, you know, as we kept moving, you know, went sure. to tournaments, and my parents used to laugh. They'd say, well, we were fine while she was losing, but now that she's winning, we're paying for hotels and flights sure, and things. Yes. And, exactly. you know, one thing led to another, and right. I was nationally ranked by the time I was, you know, in the 18s. So wow. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. it was great. Sure. It was a great childhood. It was a great way to grow up. Absolutely. And there were a lot of people in our community that were very supportive of me and helped me along the way. So that's always, I've always remembered that. I've always tried to do the same thing in my career right. with the things that I'm doing. And um, I've been very blessed. So yes. so, so that's, that's a marvelous foundation. It right? was, yeah. And so now what transformed you from an athlete? Mm-hmm. What was there a moment to a coach or yeah. was there moments yeah. Yeah, actually there was. I actually went and, um, well, I started teaching tennis when I was 16 years old um, to help pay for my court time. Makes sense. Makes a lot (laughs) of sense. Which was wonderful. And I love teaching. From the very beginning, I just love teaching. Okay. And then I went down to Florida and taught for Nick Volateri at his tennis academy. And I don't know if you're familiar with Nick, but he had Andre Agassi and Carlene Bassett and a lot of good professional players. And I started teaching there and that was pretty much it. I knew I was, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's (laughs) our guy. My mother's Armenian, so we like uh, Andre. He's he's got that Armenian blood in him. So Everybody he's, loves Andre. He's got Andre the fire, Agassi. man, right? Yeah, he and he's married to Steffi Graf. Absolute, How can you get oh any better gosh. than that, right? Tennis royalty, right? <laughs> yes, Tennis that's right. Royalty. I'm sure their children will be as well. <laughs> Absolutely, it's unbelievable. So so you go down there and you have that opportunity at this 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 tennis academy in Florida. How does that form you? How does yeah. that? What does that do to mold you? Right. Well, you know, I spent a lot of time watching Nick develop players. Um, that were beginners to nationally ranked players. And most of the people that he worked with were top ranked sure. players, okay, because it was an academy and there were more kids from other nations than there actually were um, from different states. So okay. it was really it was really a lot of fun to be there, you know. Sure. Um, but then I, I took a job as a tennis teaching professional in Florida and started teaching down in Southwest Florida. Yes. It was down there for down like, in Naples yes, uh, area. Yes. Fantastic. I was yeah. down there for 10 years. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then uh, ended up coming back up to Ohio and teaching here. Wow. So I've been around a lot of places. I've worked at academies and resorts and clubs and parks and recs. I've coached high school tennis. So I've had a lot of opportunity to be in the sports industry, in the coaching industry. What high school did you coach different, at? Um, Elyria Catholic. Elyria Catholic. Yeah, so of course I came back and coached at my home school. Okay, yes. so now we just interviewed, we just interviewed Bob France. Oh, okay, okay. great. And, he just, and yes. his son, I think, is going to be graduating from Elyria Catholic, the football team. Yeah. And he loves Elyria Catholic. Yeah, and he's a wonderful, wonderful school guy. And, and he's a wonderful, wonderful community. Wonderful guy too. Yeah. And so you you could. So is there any any story you'd like to share with uh, about a transformative moment with an athlete that you had as a coach that yeah. now that person is doing something pretty cool in the real world? Yeah, there are just so many kids that I've had an opportunity to work with that are doing cool things in the real world. Um, I have to tell you that there's probably one story that really comes to mind, and I know that I can mention it only because recently, as we discussed prior to coming on the air, that um, I actually was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes, congratulations. For the USPTA, the United States Professional Tennis Association. So my daughter, unbeknownst to me, went out and, and contacted a lot of the kids, students that I had. Yes. coached over the years and put together this unbelievable book of stories of all right. of the people that you know I had worked with and one of them really comes to mind is special she uh, had cancer when she was young oh, and wow. we were 
she was actually on our Olympic team for the uh, for the Junior Olympics for the that AAUs, and um, she was uh, she was on the team that qualified for the nationals, but then wasn't able to go. Wow. And so her team, you uh-huh. know, this was before we had all these wonderful technology things where we could actually talk to people, you know, when right. we were at home. Right. But uh, they called her after every match, and you know, made it a mission that they were going to win the Olympics for her. Oh, and sure goodness. enough, they did. Yes. And it was just amazing. And I don't, I, you probably remember at the time, Tim White. Oh, was sure. an anchor person in Cleveland, yes. and Tim actually came out to our our little club in Lorraine and did a fundraiser for her. We did a twenty four hour fundraiser, wow. and we raised the money for Kimberly to go to college to Kent State because we were thinking that we were looking at the future and where she was going to be down the road. Sure. And I am happy to tell you that she is uh, not only a graduate of Kent State, but she is married and she is just working in our community and just has is wonderful that is and she's had cancer a couple times and she's been through a lot so, so it was just multiple. such a for me it was just such a dynamic story i can't think of anything that was more important than that particular story right there because she's just yes. a lovely girl uh-huh. from a wonderful family and her sister played tennis as well and um and it just when i see her you know mm. on social media and everything it just warms my heart every time i see her so yeah those are the stories that are really important to me well that is a heart swelling story yeah. there's no question about that and multiple cancer survivor but more importantly the galvanization sure. the gal- galvanizing of a community to come together yes. to create something better than themselves yes. you know bigger than themselves right. and, and so having said that you know you're coaching you're teaching you're inspiring, but now there's something that's hitting home here, okay? And that's why Dawn's here as well. Yes. And she is your cheerleader. She is your oh my gosh, advocate, well, right? Yeah, Dawn has done an unbelievable job representing um, the nonprofit that I'm involved with, which is sure. the Blessing House in Lorain County. Fantastic. And the Blessing House is a children's crisis care center for newborn to 12-year-old children. Oh, wow. Um, it's a it's a wonderful story, and I know that when we had an opportunity to talk to Dawn about it and introduce the whole story to her, she just immediately understood exactly where we were. So the bond that we've had with her has just been fantastic, and I can't thank her enough for everything that she's well, done that to help us. that is an absolute pure soul right there. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. You <laughs> better Absolutely. believe it. Yeah. So this magnificent charity, this magnificent organization, please tell us a little bit about that, and how can we get involved, and what is the mission? Okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I can talk all day about the Blessing House. Well, we want you to talk <laughs> at, least a, at least another 15 minutes Okay, great. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> exactly right. So the Blessing House was founded in 2005. It's actually um, 15 years old, and over 1,500 children have gone through the Blessing House. Wow. It's a children's crisis care center. So when okay. children are in trauma of some type or in a crisis situation, right. parents can voluntarily drop their children off at the wow. Blessing House. The way the Blessing House got started, um, it was actually founded by two women, uh, Sister Mary Berrigan and Donna Humphrey. Mm -hmm. And these two women actually were advocates in the court system in Lorain County representing children in the court system. And Sister Mary realized that there was this gap of children that were a little bit, Mm -hmm. it was being a little neglected. One Um, Part of the children would go into children's services and part of the children would go home before maybe the families were really ready to take them. And so there needed to be something in between where the children could go someplace that was safe, 
It provided this safe environment for them and then helped their families get out of the crisis and be able to take their children back safely into their home. And so, you know, when it started, again, it was, you know, um, 15 years ago, and Mm -hmm. there are 1,500, over 1,500 handprints on the walls of every child that's ever been in the house. So the children actually come there. um, They're put in clean pajamas and they yes. brush their teeth and wash their face and put them to bed in a safe place. Right. And they get up in the morning and they drive them to the school that they originally go to. Oh, wow. And so they take care of those children until they come back um, to their homes. So they're placed back in their homes. Wow. That is yeah. just a brilliant position. Yeah. Well, of, it's, of, it's grown. Humanity, so yeah. we're kind of in a situation now where, you know, we were only able to take 10 children in this nice little house, okay. and we are now growing to 28 children. So yes. we have just launched a capital campaign okay. in November at our Rockabye Ball okay. that takes place that we are now um, going to build a new 16,000-square-foot facility in Lorain County. phenomenal. Yes. So that's the footprint is Lorain County? Is. Okay. Yes, Lorain it County. is. Okay. It is. However, we do get children from other counties. It's oh, you not, do? You know, okay. We do, yes. Okay. But it's okay. located in Lorain County. It, now, how does that work? Is there is there any type of... Uh, uh, Form or procedure or protocol that you have to go through, or is it is it? Yeah, you pick, up, you pick up the phone and call. Beautiful. You stop at the house. Beautiful. Okay, Beautiful. and then yes, they they do an intake, of course, you know, because sure. they're licensed. Okay. Um, okay. The, the house is licensed, so it's um, very professionally run and twenty four hour staff, three hundred and sixty five days of the year. Okay. And um, you know, has they've worked with uh, Governor Dewine, you know, with the new sure. family sure. project to try to uh, make sure that the families are secure. At any rate, um, we have a waiting list right now of probably 25 to 45 kids per week to get into the Blessing House, and we can't take additional children because of our licensing. So we're we're really, really in a hurry to get this house built because sometimes – Sometimes what happens is you hear something in the newspaper the next morning if you haven't been able to take that child in. Yes. And that's that's a very scary situation for all, all of us. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you're sitting, so, so sitting to your right is Don. Don, how did you get involved with this? And tell us a little bit about your passion for it. Well, the stories that I love the most are what we call the good stuff stories. Sure. And there are grassroots people who are rising up. And often it's in the face of the not good, the really bad. Right. And this is exactly what the Blessing House is doing. So they see a need. They have, it's not too dramatic to say they have saved lives. They're changing lives every day. They're changing the trajectory of generations. When they are able to say, listen, it's hard to be parents now. You know, they have so much, Mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 the pressure on the Blessing House to serve more and more people mm-hmm. with the inherent um, drug crisis and yes. all of this. There's so much to say we will step in. Mm-hmm. We will help you in this moment of crisis. Right. That's the good stuff. So this is how I became involved in I just really believe in this campaign. We're halfway home okay. to a home that's going to serve. It's tangibly being the good stuff sure. for these families. So sure. that's kind of the short version. I would I would do this in my sleep if I, I do. Sometimes we do. You know, <laughs> like well, we're texting each other right. at six in the morning. Like, what are we doing? Exactly. You know. Exactly. But there's so much momentum. Sure. And if you're listening sure. to this right now, yeah. blessinghouse.org, you can go right on the top part of it right there and help bring right. this home. It's grassroots, and it's tangibly helping you watch the news, the headlines. When I'm a reporter here yeah. for 18 years, oh, I just yeah. had my anniversary. Sure. You see the headlines, and it breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, my gosh, 
is there any good left in the world? I'm here to tell you there is. We're oh, rubbing no elbows with them in the grocery store. Mary won't tell you, but she's also president of that board there. Okay. She has a, a list a mile long of things that she is. Christ Child Society, I'll go on and on. She's like, right. Dawn, stop talking. But <laughs> she, this is an example. Right. What do you think... What can you do today if you're upset by the headlines? How do you be the change? And if you want to jump on board with us at BlessingHouse.org, we would be so happy to show you how your money is tangibly changing lives. I I love that. And, you know, I just blogged out this poster saying uh, a good coach can change a game, Mm -hmm. a great coach can change a life, and I'll submit, save a life. Mm -hmm. And so what we're doing here is ultimate coaching. It's the ultimate coach, right? Uh The ultimate mentor, the ultimate love. You know, if you don't lead with love, like you're saying here, uh, you're not saying it, saying it, but you're saying it. What are we doing in this world? Don't you find in the coaches nowadays more than ever Mm -hmm. are so much more than a coach? That word, Mm -hmm. coach, has has evolved to mentor, sometimes surrogate parent, right? Oh, God, yes. And what a blessing to be called to that kind of, not just a career, it becomes a calling. It is the last almost area of authority figure, Mm -hmm. respected authority figure. Right. And it's an interesting situation that's occurring that family, the great coaches create families, right. create ecosystems, create cultures, right. right? And so you're creating a culture here of success, of good, of save. Right. Maybe we're saving situations, but the ultimate thing that occurs is the ripple effect. And so when I coach young men uh, and I say, good and bad does not happen in a vacuum, it ripples out. So whatever you can, do good always. Yes. And so here's what I hear, that you guys are doing good always. We would be so remiss, Peter, too, in yeah. your time about coaching. I'm yeah. turning this mic back to Mary because yeah. the most immediate thing on the agenda is coming up February 9th. Yes, talk about it, This please. is yes. specifically sure. for coaches. It's her brainchild. She is a coach. Right. She knows. She gets it, how important your roles are as coaches. Sure, sure. So yeah, there's a great opportunity coming up at Rocket Mortgage. Yes, talk, a, talk yes. a little bit I'm about so that. I'm so excited absolutely. about it. Yes, so absolutely. excited about it. Uh, we have a, a, an amazing speaker coming in that actually believes in all of the things that we're talking about right okay, here, great. right now. His name is John O'Sullivan. He started a project called Changing the Game Project nice. in 2012. He is a best-selling author. He just, his book, um, his sports book was just number one on the Amazon sports list uh, over the holiday. It's called um, Every it's Moment okay. Every Moment Matters. Every Moment Matters. Every moment it does. Matters. And there's one that you find <laughs> right. it was, before that was a bestseller, yes. right? Changing sure. the Game or something yeah. like it that. Was That's changing, was it was show. Changing the Game, the Parent's Guide right. to Raising Happy, High-Performing Athletes and Giving Youth Sports Back to Our Kids. Love that. Okay? And Love that's what that. he talks about. He talks yeah. about the importance of a Stop parent Stop living going vicariously through the kid. Right. Let the kid be the kid. Right. right? And let Just him enjoy that. Looking at sure. your child and saying, I love to watch you play. And leaving the the field and saying that to their their child, and that that would be the The, only part that they would be a part of. Play, play, have fun, play. That's right. Of course, we're the only sport that doesn't play. We wrestle. Yeah, (laughs) we're not players. That's true. We're wrestlers. That's true. But anyhow, go ahead. Yes. So, so so, so the event. Yeah. So John is just like I. I can't say enough about him because he's a TED Talk speaker. Sure. He's an international speaker. We're just really, really blessed that he's coming here, and it's going to be a lot of fun. 
The event um, starts at five o'clock in the evening. We're going to do a networking with appetizers and, nice. and drinks and network. And then Love he's it. going to do a presentation. Ooh. And then we're all going to a Cavs versus LA Clippers game together. What's wrong with and that, so right? How fun, right? <laughs> the tickets yeah. are uh, available. They're only $100 to go. And we gotcha. have a lot of, we actually have a lot of businesses sponsoring so it's an tables. It's an all inclusive package, is, is what you're saying. That's, That's exactly great. right. Okay, and we cool. have a lot of businesses that are sponsoring tables. And either donating the tickets to coaches at schools or people Fantastic. they feel would really benefit from going. Okay. There are also parents of athletes that are attending and people in the sports industry. Sure. So um, we, we just are going to have a great night. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's February 9th. Okay. It's a Sunday evening, which... Perfect. It's not Super Bowl, which is really great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, that would not no, be a good. No, that would, would not, not be a good, be good. one. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be a great, great. Probably game, Dawn so. had maybe a little, yes. a, a little part of that, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah, scheduling and, a and, little bit. And Tim Alcorn, the new voice of oh, the Cleveland nice. Cavaliers. He yes. and his wife Diane have been really involved in helping us with this event. They're from Lorain County as well. So. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. So it's great. That is that is fantastic. And you say fifty bucks. I must say, if you buy a table of eight. Right. That's true. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty bucks. What a deal. Right. That is a phenomenal yeah. deal. So yeah. so where's the actual like uh dinner or is it a dinner it's, it's at the at oh it's at the field house mm-hmm. okay that it's makes actually sense. in yeah. the bridges room we're gonna all meet there there'll be the presentation will be there okay the, yes we'll network so, there and then so go when right is it gonna start to again game. when is it gonna start again what time five o'clock five o'clock yes. and then the game is what seven seven thirty oh seven thirty great so, yeah, networking so, opportunity it's for a coaches. great yes that'll be fantastic and people in the sports industry in general so it'll be a lot of fun yes fantastic so it doesn't matter what sport right could and be any sport. Could we be... have people from all sports coming. Fantastic. That's well, right. I like that because blood time is not necessarily about wrestling. Well, even though it is a wrestling. It's about tennis, yes. right? It's about lacrosse. It's about yes. basketball. Football. It's about football. It's about basketball, baseball, bowling. everybody. Yes. <laughs> you know, all those wonderful things. So what what are we going to accomplish with this event? What's, what's our ultimate takeaway? The, the ultimate takeaway is that this is a fundraiser for the Blessing House, Perfect. which is really wonderful. But then I think on the, on the other advantage to this or the blessing to it is that all of us have an opportunity to network with one another and talk about how we can change the culture of children in our communities sure. and sports and how we can help them. Yes. They're helping kill children at the Blessing House, and mm-hmm. we're helping those children as they get older and start to transition as they get older into sports. And, right. and I think the idea is that like-minded people will all be there together. And you that's know, the important part. And, and that is an, it's incredibly important because a moment can completely change the trajectory of a life. Yes. You know, and I, I like to, to, to use the term that coaching is just being a rudder, you know, and pointing them towards that point of light. So keeping them on track, you know, if you got to pat them on the butt a few times or maybe give them a little kick on the butt, <laughs> or, you know, a massage or whatever that is, just to keep them going to that light and so that they have the opportunity to go to that light. Sure. As long as it's not a, you know, a train coming at you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but, sure. You know, so, so I love this whole process that you're going through and this whole, this whole system that you've created uh, and have been a part of as a coach and now have really, you know, put your passion into this wonderful blessing house. And Dawn, I want to really thank you for that as well. And so typically what we do at the end of an interview, and I could talk to you guys for a lot longer about this. Do we this hug? Case. Yes. Well, we're going we're gonna to take a picture at the end of that. No question about, we're going to hug. There's no question about that. We're going to take a picture at the end. But, but we, we like to leave the audience with a nugget or two of what matters to you in this world and what you would like to leave 
the rest of the little riff. So okay. Mary, I'm going to turn it over to you, and then Dawn, please yeah. join, join in as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. I will just tell you that the Blessing House is God's project of hope. Right. And that's right. the most important thing to me right now is to find a way to get this house built so that we don't have children in crisis on a waiting list. Gotcha. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And Dawn? Yeah, and Sister Mary will tell you that sh her biggest fear is seeing in the headlines mm -hmm. that a kid that they weren't able to reach ends up in those headlines we don't want to see, right? Yes. So we're working towards that. So my little nugget, if I could, and thank you for the opportunity. Of course. The the mantras of the Good Stuff family and the Good Stuff story, which Blessing House is part of now. Right. It, two of them. Together we can, together we will, which mm. is what my dad wrote on our cards. Mm. Always growing up, I still have this handwriting on my refrigerator. Mm -hmm. So the nuclear family of the Kendricks is now bigger Right. As he passed away five years ago coming up, right? Oh, um, yes. And was always a big supporter. Through all, We played soccer, my brother and I. And oh, there you so go. He was always yeah, yeah. there. Yes. So together we can, together we will. Yes. And God weaves, now watch him work. Okay. And that's exactly what's happening mm -hmm. through the Blessing House, through the opportunity to sit here with you, Thanks. for the opportunity to bring in coaches that we know and we celebrate are mm -hmm. already doing that. They know right. that they are woven into these, these athletes' lives for a reason and for sure. a purpose, mm -hmm. and that they have a calling, not just a career. So my nugget is if you're on the other end of this and hearing this, figure it out. What is it? How do you be part of God Weaves Now Watch and Work? Okay. And know that together we can, together we will. And you kids out there who are relying on Blessing House, you're not alone. Together we can, together we will. Fantastic. Well, two magnificent women, thank you so much. USCANow.com. Thank you, Mary Herrick and Don Kendrick, for coming in and the wonderful people at the Blessing House. Um, you left us with some wonderful nuggets, some great stories. Continue to do great work and pay it forward. This is Coach Simroni for Blood Time. We are blood. I want to share my thought of the day with you. Truth, bald face, indisputable truth should be adored and held in highest acclaim. 